there ever be something else besides the internet? Like, is is there going to be something that that overtakes like internet it? too? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like the Blu-ray of internet. Yeah. What what is that going to be? What is that going to look like? Because right, because they 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 say like, hey, sometimes the 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 first time is not the best idea, and then someone comes along. And makes it better. That's why, like, MySpace came first. I, I yeah. guess there was stuff before that, too. But MySpace was the first, like, big one. And mm. then came Facebook. And then that stumbled. And now there's Twitter. And now there's Instagram. And that, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. There's always something bigger and better. But it looks like mm-hmm. we only had the internet. <laughs> What's next? I think Asking it'll be in... Questions here. It'll be inside of us, not outside of us. <laughs> Look within it's yourself. It's in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 120 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. Uh-huh. Yeah, Melissa, how are you? Uh, it's same same that seems that seems unenthused but i get it i i've been on a roller coaster this week so earlier this week i went to michael's to buy christmas decorations you can see i got some pretty nice trees set up over there in the corner and then i've spent the whole week both like enjoying decorating and hanging up lights and having fun and feeling so mad at myself for setting foot in a physical store. <laughs> it's like, you know, you can't do this. Like every time I see a news report about how bad pandemic rates are, I'm like this is your fault, Melissa, because you wanted to go to the store. You didn't think you would just order the stuff online. Yeah, I, I started perusing Amazon yesterday for Christmas uh-huh. decorations and stuff because I was like, I should put something on my shelf or, mm-hmm. you know, Back there since i didn't do it for halloween maybe i should do it for christmas so yeah I started looking but yeah pandemic numbers are still up that's no fun still can't really go out do all that stuff i'm still i'm i'm kind of amazed that uh i've still re- really only left the house once and i've do been not fine do you not go on like a walk or anything like that? Is there not like a convenience store on the corner where you just get a soda? Nope. See, I can't live like that. <laughs> and I feel like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> like I mean, I'm supposed yeah. to like never set foot out of my apartment and be okay with that. I'm lucky enough that I am an introvert. Uh, the stuff that I genuinely enjoy doing is like laying in bed and watching tv or playing video games and stuff like that so it's it's stuff that's like okay you can do that indoors in your bed or on the couch or something right uh but then yeah i'm also lucky enough where i can have amazon basically deliver anything i want uh Mm -hmm. which has thankfully worked out for the most part um yeah Every now and then they don't c- c- carry the 
brand that I like and I have to go get, get something else, which I've had that hat that I've, I've had that end up being bad once since mm -hmm. since being here but besides, besides that it's just like yeah this is still pizza or that's still that thing <laughs> or you know this is still this thing so yeah. i don't know i like i i yeah i uh i'm i'm one of the people who i think have, have been lucky enough to not be really affected by staying mm. inside <laughs> and i think this also so, so i spend most of my time with you who never goes sure, anywhere. Yeah. And like, I've got several close friends who like live with their family and their loved ones. And like, they have people they live with that can, you know, they'll share the load of going out shopping and bringing things home. And they've got like social interaction there in their house and they live in a house, <laughs> not an yeah. apartment, but a house. So I have yeah. to leave I'm for like, I, I, I don't have in building laundry. I'd like drop my laundry off at my parents' uh, house and then I'd like go pick it up. I don't have recycling pickup here. So I have to take my recycling somewhere. Like my roommate who's wonderful, but like we don't do like get out though. Yeah. But I, so I'm trying to remind myself, like you are surrounded by people who are not in the same circumstance you are. You're kind, you're, you're, you're kind of self-reliant. So yes, you will go out places, but then I'm also like, you should have just sworn off of your parents eight months ago and agreed to never see them again <laughs> until the vaccine was ready. What are you doing? Setting foot in your parents' house. You're going to kill your entire family. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so I, I also live in a house. It's not a, an apartment we have a big backyard i have two roommates and there's three dogs in that in the house so i do there's a lot of stuff happening most of the t time right now i think i'm here by myself unless my roommate is downstairs in the basement but um you but, and the dogs yeah. did the dogs yeah, get to go out dogs. uh i i generally deal with maddox he's the one that likes to hang out with me he he mm -hmm. he, he will cook come and you'll sit on my carpet and roll around and stuff oh, um that's so precious a Ap <laughs> apollo kind of stays gated up behind some some stuff because he's the one that does not like people except for one of my roommates um so yeah it's just like i and then blue likes me but she likes to stay on the bed she oh, has my, she just my likes bed. bed. Yeah, she just like leave me be here. I'm just gonna sleep here all day. Oh. Okay, sounds good. Go. <laughs> but besides feeling bleh well, about yeah. most of the week, it's a good sound what, effect for what, it. What, yeah. What was the ups of your week? What were the good things? Oh, uh... I I watched a movie. I, I watched two movies. I liked a lot. Okay, two or three this, new movies. I've got a pretty a promising cinema corner this month. Cinema this week. corner. There you go. Yeah, That's updates on the cinema corner. Okay. Uh, Jack Jack and I watched Contact. Have you ever seen Contact? No, I have not. Mm -mm. I think you dig it. It's a very high concept sci fi movie. It's based off a Carl Sagan novel. Okay. <laughs> where like Jodie Foster listens to big satellite dishes and she hears an alien message and she she just leads everyone in trying to decipher the alien message and they decipher it and it's plans to make this cool 
big spinny wheel and somebody's going to get in the big spinny wheel. Like all the countries cooperate and they spend like a trillion dollars bigging, building this big wheel and she gets in the wheel and it spins her around and it sends her to space where she talks to her dead dad. Huh. Okay. It's pretty- <laughs> That's not a good description, but that is what happens. <laughs> I, I, I no, like it's that description though. It's good. It's very it's good. Yeah. Jack and I were talking about how a lot of intellectual sci-fi is kind of a downer. Like Interstellar is a well-regarded movie, but nobody leaves Interstellar yeah. with a smile on their face. Right? They're 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 meant to be like warnings of technology and stuff that humans do that are stupid. It's like don't <laughs> stop. Look at what you look at how stupid you are. Don't do this. <laughs> See, this is more optimistic. It's like, boy, what if we could talk to aliens? What does it feel like to believe in aliens? What does it feel like to believe in anything? When you have that belief, do you believe more in your fellow humans? It's like, oh, this is the only optimistic highbrow sci-fi film I think I've ever seen where you leave feeling hopeful about things. Interesting. What sci-fi films make you feeling hopeful? I I guess some of the Star Wars films can be looked upon (laughs) that way. One of them is Hope in the Name, yes. Yeah, yeah, they have a, a new hope there. Um, I don't know. That's an interesting thought, though. Interesting thought. So you watched Contact. What What else did you watch? Oh, I, I should watched... I'll, I'll, I'll also say that Sam is in the, the chat Hi, here. Sam. So hello, Sam. Hello, Thanks Sam. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I've been watching more Bonds. Which I've been slowly working on anyway, and then Sean Connery died, and I thought I should at least mm, make a yeah. point of soon finishing his Bond movies that he did. Yeah, I, I saw something that said, was the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, was that his last film? I, I'm, I'm not sure. It may have been his last, like, t- you know, starring role. I know he did not act much in his later years. I could not tell you for sure, but I watched uh, You Only Live Twice. Okay. And so my deal with these Bond movies has been that I've heard podcasts talk about them over and over again. Right, yeah. And I watched like a a Welcome to the Basement, my favorite like movie review YouTube uh, show did a a video on this movie. So I thought I knew what the plot was. And, like, I knew there was a bit where, like, he has to go undercover to, like, foil some plot in Japan. And they, like, give him plastic surgery to make him look Japanese, which they don't actually. Like, I knew that was the plot. And the, but you then you look at him and it's like, I can tell that he has a wig on, but his face really doesn't look different. <laughs> so not only is it a social failing, I think it's also maybe a failing of special effects makeup. I don't know if it's better or worse that he doesn't really look different, but I thought that's like most of what the movie was. Cause that was the big sticking point in the part people talked about. And then I sat down to actually watch the movie. I'm like, Oh, that's only like a 20 minute chunk way towards the end. There's like an hour and a half yeah. of stuff before that. It's like, Oh, this is one time when hearing about everything beforehand was a real benefit to me because sometimes I get pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's less of that in the movie than you thought. Mostly it's just pretty cinematography. 
And then, yeah. so you know the story with Bond is that Sean Connery did several of them. And then he decided not to do them anymore. And they hired George Lazenby and he did one. And then like one of his hippie friends convinced him that James Bond was the man. And he shouldn't do it anymore. And George Lazenby was like, yeah, I'm going to take on more counterculture roles from now on. I'm not going to do James <laughs> Bond. So then they went back to Sean Connery for one more movie. But I just watched the George Lazenby one, which is on Her I Majesty's Secret Service. This movie's beautiful. It's an obscure one because it is the one, right, the, the yeah. one guy who did one Bond, and the it's a strange movie. The pacing is weird. Where like he's got this storyline with this woman, and then the story like leaves her for like an hour. Like he has to go travel to another location, and then he's in that one location. It's on a much smaller scale than other Bond movies. It's not jet setting as much. Like except for when he's in the mi6 office in london he's just in portugal and like switzerland like he just goes two places it's weirdly small so he's got this romance with this woman in portugal and then he goes to switzerland and he's in switzerland for like an hour straight and then she comes back at the end it's it's an oddball one but it was it was charming it's got more heart and like character arc to it than any other non-daniel James Bond movie, beautiful okay. cinematography. I had a real delight of a time watching this thing. Well, good. The visual feast. You're catching up on James Bond movies. I now. am. Next, I have Diamonds Are Forever, and then I have to track down all of the Moors somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so it looks like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was yes. out in 2003. He played Alan Quartermain. Um, he did a voice role in a movie in 2012 called Sir Billy, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he did a documentary called Ever to Excel in which he was the narrator. So, mm. yeah, his last like wow. on-screen movie was League of Extraordinary Ch Gentlemen. Interesting. I get... I I guess that's a fine enough thing to go out on being called in the title of the film, an extraordinary gentleman. <laughs> Can you do better than that? Yeah. What, wasn't he one of the villains in the, he ended up being one of the villains in that film. I don't know. I know I've seen this movie, but I, I can't recall a single thing. I know it's like a bunch of public domain pulp heroes. Like, I don't know. Captain Nemo. Yep. The Invisible Man? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's in that oh, one. Uh, okay, good. Dorian Who else Gray do we got? Is in oh, there. Oh, yes. Um, uh, vampire Woman, what's her name? Is, uh, I, I don't, she's some vampire woman. I, 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 I don't know. But then we also <laughs> have uh, Dr. Jekyll Mistress. I, the character, I don't remember oh, what her name who's is. Who's a famous vampire lady? Lilith is a vampire in some narratives. I don't, I don't know. I thought. <laughs> I always think of Lilith as more of a witch. Yeah, but, I think sometimes uh, she gets thrown in with a vampire. I can't name any other famous lady vampires. So this is, actually, wait, here it is. Uh, Mina Harker, I think is her name. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. There you go. Wait. Um, now, is she a vampire by the end of the movie? 
Wait, but, but no, I, is, is Mina... won the whole time Is, is Mina... Film. Is that Winona Ryder or is that Winona Ryder's friend? Because one's Mina and one's Lucy and I can never remember which one is which. One of them does become a vampire. Winona Ryder stays Winona Ryder, the human woman. Other media. She's not a... I don't think she becomes a vampire totally. I just watched this movie last year. Why don't I remember this more? I have got that Carrie Elways blindness where I see Carrie Elways in a movie and I'm like, oh, cool. It's Carrie Elways. And then I forget every other part of the movie. <laughs> He's in it. No. Tom Waits is in it. But I don't remember what happens in Dracula. Anyways. <laughs> they fight um, Dracula. And then at the end, he's dead. And I don't know what happens in between. Well, the, the League of Extraordinary G- Gentlemen co- comics... Uh, which is what the movie is based on, are written by Alan Moore, the guy who did Watchmen and V for Vendetta and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so that's an interesting thing. The thing they did in the movie is they put Tom Sawyer in, oh. in the movie. Um, interesting. like, we need to have an American, right? And then he, he comes in, he starts shooting like an American, and they're just like, no, he's why a are you wasting boy. bullets like that? Yeah. He's, it should have just been a boy, like just <laughs> all these <laughs> extraordinary gentlemen, and then just a pretty good like twelve year old. I mean, that's he's our lord. What he was, he. I don't know, uh, but yeah, I I remember that movie being mediocre. It was fine, especially for the t- time. Yeah. You know? I think I saw it among a, a slew of other mediocre films. Yeah. I think I watched that like around the same time period as Daredevil. That and Daredevil occupy the same brain space for me. That was not a good one, though. <laughs> Daredevil, God. <sighs> good stuff, good stuff. Uh, well, let's see. My week has been pretty good. Uh-uh. Uh, or, or wait, are are you done with all of the James Bond stuff? You did you watch those more are the things Bond? I watched. I watched Scream this week, but I I've okay. seen Scream recently, so I don't have many new things to say about Scream. Okay, there you go. Uh, my week was okay. It was yeah. raining here nonstop Wednesday and Thursday, Ooh. so that that was uh to add on the mix of like, hey, you're still stuck inside. It's like now you really can't go outside. Uh, so that was fun. Um, I I got a lot of work done. Like I'm 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 in a very good mood today. Mm-hmm. This week I got got a lot of work done. I've been working on an animation for Crossplay, our video oh. game podcast. Uh, if you guys watch our shows on YouTube, you know that they all have an, an, an animated intro. Uh, to them and stuff like that and i've been working on one basically since quarantine started in like march (gasps) or april and i started it and just wasn't working out it was not the right feeling it didn't match up with what i had in mind uh yeah it just didn't fit and so i just stopped and moved on to different stuff finally came back to it this week and i knocked it out uh and that is now done uh, which is mm-hmm. a great feeling 
uh, to have that done. And then, it, like, it's also something I'm just like, yeah, I like this. This is good. <laughs> this is fun. Um, so I p- 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 posted that on Twitter. But the first time we are going to be using it will be this, I guess, tomorrow when we record episode 50 of wow. c- c- Crossplay. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. So. Right. We, we've it is been, it has been almost... <laughs> It has been almost a year since you told me the story about the time you bought a car, which is how I mark when crossplay began. We've actually been doing it for a little over a year now because we started it in oh. October. Um, oh. And I, I think I, we did three test oh, episodes. Right. Yeah. And then I think episode, like the official number one, I think maybe started in November. Like the first weekend in November in 2019, so it's been about a year. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, but yeah, I did that, and then I've been working on an updated video for our Patreon page. Um, because if if you guys have seen that video on there, it's from like 2016. <laughs> uh, I don't think I had our official logo made yet so i have this like placeholder logo on there it's kind of funny uh but yeah it's really old it's outdated and so i was like i just need to redo this Uh, that's good working on that and filming different things and doing some voiceover and stuff like that so to actually make a a nice one that is like hey we have this good video that we can show people and it's not this like makeshift thing with the wrong <laughs> logo in there you know um, so that's what i've been up to this week uh and i started to get back into watching gundam i've, I've been back to oh, my yeah. uc gundam t- timeline rewatch um let's see i stopped after i watched gundam zeta and I took like a month or two break, and then uh, I started up again this week, and I happened to watch the Zeta movie adaptions this week. I've seen two of the three of them now, um, and uh, I watched the first one, I guess, two days ago, and it happened to be the birthday of the main character in the show. Huh. So I was like, oh! Perfect timing. Now, did they did they mention that in the thing you were watching, or do you just know what this person's birthday is? I I happened to see someone else mention it. Okay. Like, as I was watching it, and I'm like, I, I'm I'm watching this right now. How like how does this happen? And yeah, it was just like, well, perfect timing. Good for me <laughs> for making that work. So that's what I've been up to. I also finished. Uh, True Detective Season 3. Oh! Holy cow, Melissa. That show is damn good. Okay, okay. Now math these out for me. Because last I heard you just started, like, Season 2. Season 1, good. Season 2, less good. good. Season Season 3, above Season 1? Yes. Uh, Okay. Season 1 and 3 are both phenomenal. I really, really like Season 3 better because okay. th- th- there's just I, 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 there, there's something 
different about it like in season one you kind of like watching these characters chew mm-hmm. the scene it's matthew mcconaughey and woody harrelson and they're just they're they're good actors right like yeah and you, you like watching them but they're not necessarily likable characters like they're kind of dirt bags they're you know they're, they're they're not the best people um and then Season three is Mahershala Ali as the main ah. de- de- detective. Uh, but what's neat with that show is they they the show takes place over three different time periods in that character's life, and it's still oh. it's Mahershala Ali playing all three of them. So it's not like when he's ten wow. years old and when he's twenty and then when he's fifty. It's it's like. Here he is in the eighties as he's like a thirty-year-old guy. Here he is in the nineties, and here he is in the like two thousand tens, right? And not only do they do that, but his memory is going away. So it plays with this idea of like, does he really remember what's going on? He said this one thing in this. time period but this happened in this one so i what's going on here and it it ends up being just really touching just like oh, oh this good. is like heartwarming and sad and like good and happy at the same time and it's just like oh this is nice i like this um, but, <laughs> but yeah it's 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 good, good to I recommend it go watch season one uh and then skip season two and just go straight into season three very Maybe I'll I'll do that next year because I'm still in the mindset. I'm too fresh off Mr. Robot. And I know like coming up and for Christmas, I'm gonna just watch season four of Mr. Robot again. Something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's a good one. All of, almost all of season four takes place at Christmas, which I love that the show wasn't like, let's do That's a Christmas right. episode. It's like, yeah, let's do six christmas episodes our timeline is so tight we have six very different episodes that all take place within the 24-hour period of christmas yeah that's like i'm i'm too fresh off that show to like watch other dramas because i know i'll just be stuck in this comparison trap and i won't like anything yeah they're (laughs) they're that's the thing like they're nothing alike like Mm. mr robot i wouldn't real like it is a crime show in one sense of it but that's not really what i would describe it as oh, de- per se. of course not right yeah whereas true detective uh especially season one is that like crime noir like let's let's investigate and let's you know let's look at the clues and what really happened here you know uh, i really hope that there's a scene in the show where let's here comes maddie and woody rolling up to the crime scene one of them looks at the other and says hey let's investigate <laughs> you want to go do some investigating <laughs> just, after it's, dinner it's, it's that like longing look where he looks at him and he's like hey let's investigate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god why is this so funny just detectives eagerly sincerely saying can't wait to investigate this 
Boy, it, what it, an investigation we are having. You and I, my investigator friend. Those crime shows, they're always so serious. They're always just like, hmm, yeah, hmm, yeah. <laughs> and, and they're just like, uh, like he, he, he says, uh, what does he say in season one? There's something where he's, they're driving towards this scene and he's like, you smell that? It smells like ash something else metallic and it's just like it's just like matthew mccock like what are you doing like no <laughs> but it's, it's still so good um mm. so yeah they're they're completely different <laughs> next year next year i'll give it a try I think my goal for the rest of the year is to do all this silly domestic stuff that I get caught up with. Uh -huh. I'm going to clean every single thing I own. Wow. <laughs> so, so that next year, instead of cleaning please, all the time, please I'll watch tell me you have a spreadsheet of just everything you own. So you can just like check it off and be like, yep, I did my uh, no. <laughs> floral pillow that's on my bed there i cleaned the party sign above <laughs> my bed <laughs> i should right? clean like... that party sign there's probably <laughs> dust on top of it well <laughs> like i i feel this is like i'm sure nobody else thinks like this but i've got a lot of time into like cleaning my apartment sure. keeping things nice decorating cooking big meals like that takes up a lot of Good my time habit. yeah yeah, but like I feel like a chump when that means I'm not watching content. <laughs> like I always feel so behind when people have seen a thing and I haven't seen a thing, and I'm like, I was baking a cake. Like the cake feels like <laughs> such a tiny little thing next to I watched all of the Queen's Gambit. I haven't done it. I'm like, no, I cooked. I cook because you cook and you eat it and it's gone. And you put if you okay, don't though. cook, if you just order a pizza and watch the TV show, the TV show's with you forever. And you can show off to other people that you watch the TV show. You can show you can off show like I yeah, made a can. food. Yeah, you can. That's what Instagram is for. But that's not part of the cultural conversation. <laughs> it kind of is. It de depends on what circles you run in. I know you also have your like protection racket that you run with the <laughs> the cookies and stuff. Well, you I don't guys think do we there? can do it this year. Maybe I can mail people cookies. Yeah, I mean, you you don't have to like hand it to them and accidentally touch them when you <laughs> deliver it and be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> like you can like leave <laughs> it on their doorstep and stuff. You don't have to mm -hmm. like touch them or cough on them as you deliver <laughs> the cookies <laughs> i can't hit like 10 doorsteps in one night though that's too many doorsteps like doorstep 10 is going to be real worried about anything i might have picked up at doorsteps one through nine I, I don't know wear a mask wear gloves or something you'll be fine <laughs> But my brother and I do it together. We can't even drive in the same car. So it's going to be the two of us trying to follow each other and coordinate as we drive from the top suburb of St. Louis yeah. to the bottom suburb of St. Louis. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I guess you could mail them or you could make them and your brother could deliver them or 
something. You have to keep this protection racket going somehow. We'll do something. So we also have like a big jar of candied nuts outside my door. And I'm like, look, guys, open call. Come by and just <laughs> get some for yourself. Yeah, stick your grubby little fingers in there and have at it, you know? <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Melissa, I, I have a question because uh -huh. I've been watching these Gundam movies. Yes. And what's interesting about these movies is they are kind of subtitled with a subtitle that isn't really a title. Uh, it says a new translation. It's like Mobile Suit uh -huh. Zeta Gundam, a new translation. Oh, okay. And then it, it has the actual like subtitle of the movie yeah. after that. It's double subtitled. Um, it's like sub sub <laughs> sub subtitled. But the whole thing is with these movies is that they're it's not just really a new translation. There's new. Mm -hmm. Animation in these movies. Now, hmm. for context, uh, this show was airing in the early 80s. I think it was around like 82 or. I think it was around 82 or 83 uh, is when that show was coming out. Um, these movies they redid the animation i think early 2000s like 2006 so there are scenes in this movie that are just scenes of the old show that they are condensing down into these movies but then they've like redone a number of these scenes or put in new scenes to you know when when they had to smash it all together in into these three films they kind of had to make things fit a little bit differently right so they have to add in some new scenes to make it all fit and it's this new animation style mm -hmm. i don't mind it as a gundam fan to see like oh it's new you know it's newer looking animation but i don't know if like as a movie that is something i really want out of but it made me think <laughs> should animated movies be remade after a certain point now are you meaning like what these gundams have experienced where like they animate new bits to insert in there not or, like bits to we just did it in. again yeah just like hey the lion king <laughs> is really really old uh, like we're on like eight k eight k eight k now, right? And like we don't necessarily have the originals or who knows what or we. Uh, um, I I think they. I'm sure they still do for all most of the Disney mm. stuff. But you know, there's some things out there. Or like think of like t t Toy Story one like that wasn't in hd when they made that i'm <laughs> sure they have an hd version out there now like a blu-ray version mm. but yeah like is it worth it to remake animated films after they've been so dated uh, <laughs> i think that's interesting as a creative project 
but I, yeah, I don't, well, well, I'd have to like see one and like see how I felt about it. Yeah. Like, I think I, it'd be it's... fun is like, um, is like a, uh, just like a, an anthology film. Like if Disney did, we did like a new animated version. Like we took the audio tracks, like we took one music yes. number from all our old movies. We're going to do a Fantasia, but it's all music you've seen before in our previous animated films. And we're going to reanimate them as just like a fun experiment like that. I'd be pretty on board with, but like remaking an entire an animated movie. I, I don't know. Unless it was a case like the thief and the cobbler, do you know that? I don't, because I, I mean, I, I I was just about to say it's kind of hard to like find a good example with Disney yeah, and Pixar yeah. stuff, but yeah, I'm I'm not sure what the thief and the cobbler is. So Richard Williams, who he directed all the animation in Roger Rabbit, okay. he's this amazing animation director, and his passion project for years was a movie he wanted to make called the thief and the cobbler and this was done i think throughout like the 80s early 90s like he worked on it for years and like he'd get some funding he'd work on it until he ran out of funding he'd stop he'd try and find some funding somewhere else like it started and stopped forever because he was so detail oriented and this is all hand drawn Mm-hmm. All apps, you know, like no computer involvement, right? Uh, yeah. Both because of the time and both because of his techniques and the way he wanted to work, and just incredibly detailed, like achingly detailed. <laughs> so painstakingly did he try and make this movie, and it became an issue where people were like, "This seems like this is all an art experiment for you, and it's not going to be like a real commercial film." Like I don't know who, except for other animation buffs, are going to want to see this. Is like a, gotcha. a five-year-old really going to dig these painstakingly painted backgrounds? <laughs> no offense, dude, but like, who are you making this for besides yourself? Did did the <laughs> and movie so, ever actually come out? Or he or made a lot of it, and then I think some in uh, like whoever he was working with at the time, whatever investors or production production company, I think or whatever like took it from him and like patched in, like made some more animation cheaply or just maybe not cheaply, but not at the same effort that he was doing his own animation. They put in this new animation to like kind of fill in story holes and even planned this whole thing to be silent. Maybe a couple of characters talked, I don't know, but like the main character at least didn't like largely wordless mm-hmm. just based on movement and music. And they're like, nobody's going to be able to follow this. Like we have to dub in voices. <laughs> we have to get Matthew Broderick in here. Like they added music. Like they tried to make it into something commercial, but because this is f- made out of a movie and I think they changed the name to like the princess and the cobbler or something like that. Or Arabian Nights, because that's the kind of the uh, world, that's the kind of setting and genre that the story is told into. It was taken from okay. a lot of those Arabian Nights stories. Like they <laughs> they changed the name, they changed the plot, like they tried to like make this into something. And like, yeah, some of Richard Williams' original animation is in there, but it's been like kind of real trodden over. And I've never seen that version, but there's a version on YouTube called 
The Thief and the Cobbler, the recobbled cut that is all of Richard Williams' original animation, and then every like storyboard and animatic that they could find to try and piece together what his version of this movie was going to be. So if somebody gotcha. was going to dig out all of that and say, we're ma- and he's passed away now, I believe. But if somebody was going to like pull all of that material together and say, we're going to do it the way he wanted it. That, that, that I think would be an amazing candidate for let's remake an animated movie that has been done before. Yeah. Cause like, I, I'm, I'm thinking of like one day, like a bunch of these animation techniques, uh, you know, just, just might not look good or, Hey, we're mm. now used to 60 frames a second for animated films or something. Uh, so just to, to not, not necessarily do the whole thing in a new style or stuff like keep the same style, but just update it. Uh, and, and not, and not like a, like a, we have a new scanner here at the office and we're, you know, just doing bigger scans. Like, but to actually like remake it and do it that way. I, 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 yeah, I, I'm wondering what that would look like or what that would be or if that's worth it or if we wouldn't just be like, you know what, leave it alone as a piece of history and we can move on. Oh, I like experimentation and trying new things. And like I, I said, I'd, I'd see like one. <laughs> I, 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 I think the thing you mentioned, the like anthology of like, here's a Disney mm. animators anthology where like, hey, you guys have the voice tracks to mm-hmm. any Disney animated film you want and you do your own version. And it's like, hey, here's this guy's version of Dumbo, you know, and there's that thing. And it's in some like crazy graffiti style or something or it's now in space dumbo in space right like yeah. so, something something like that would be neat where we could just say these different styles of yeah because i like the concept of reimagining something mm-hmm. where it doesn't have to be this entire we are remaking the whole thing it's not being rebooted it's just being played around with a little bit like uh, 10 years ago, maybe, I think it was Vanity Fair did this photo shoot series. And I don't know, there must have been an article paired with it, but I don't remember. I just remember the photos. And I think it was like Annie Leibowitz, maybe, this famous photographer, mm-hmm. just shot uh, celebrities dressed up like Disney characters. Like, here's Ursula, but it's Queen Latifah. You know, here and like there she is, like all dressed up, posing really dramatic. It looks like it is a promotional still for for a film. There just never was a film. And like it's a whole series. It was her, it was um That's neat. Olivia Wilde as the evil queen from Snow White, like Alec Baldwin's like the face in the magic mirror. Like really interesting casting, like styled in a neat way. And like those never turned into anything. Those weren't casting announcements for new versions of these stories. It was just like a, what if we did this? And I love what if we did this. I feel like it just gets blown out where they think they have to make a whole thing out of it. And then people are upset. Like you don't need to be upset about reboots, but also you don't need to reboot things. Like just do stuff like this. Like little bits like this are fun. More yeah. of these, please. In- just make short films. 
and like little oddities like that where you reimagine stuff. That reminds me, though, I, I completely forgot for a while about the Marvel What If show that's going to yeah, be an yeah. animated thing. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. We haven't really heard much news about that, no, especially with all the COVID along. stuff. But yeah. uh, we we did get some some updates for yes, uh, yes, WandaVision. Yes, transition. We got the official date for WandaVision. That'll be airing on Disney Plus January 15th. They, they, I, I think one of the actors or someone working on it was uh, basically described this as an action movie mixed with uh, like a sitcom, like an old school 50s, 60s sitcom. And that's such a weird mix and I love it. Well, we've known the whole time all the sitcom stuff was going to be in there and it would have some, you know, supernatural fights probably. But the fact that it seems like there may be that much action in it is surprising. What I was not based on this vague secondhand quote you have told me from somebody you don't remember who it was. Yeah, I I heard somewhere on the (laughs) Internet. Uh, but because, like, I think of the Vision comic that t- t- that Tom yeah. King wrote, which looks like they're pulling a lot from, or at least some some inspiration from. Um, but that was not re- like it's not an action story. It it is yeah. more of a slice of life drama but it is this drama where they just keep digging themselves deeper and deeper into this mess of just like try to look normal try to look normal what are you doing <laughs> don't god damn it look normal <laughs> you know um so like i i was expecting more of that stuff of of just like we need to try and keep things calm and quiet and normal but behind the death scenes like something is cracking like something is breaking and i'm sure we'll get a lot of that but yeah it was a surprise to hear like oh there's there's gonna be some action in this i was like oh wasn't expecting that okay yeah there you go (laughs) good stuff (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah january 15th it's good to have a definite date on the calendar it's good that there will be some space between Mandalorian because I think the Mandalorian is scheduled to run through like mid December, maybe yeah. Christmas roundabouts. Yeah, it's good to have some space between Mandalorian and this, between the holidays and this. You know, I can breathe, and then I've got I've got Wandavision to look forward to in yeah. the dark early winter of next year. But yeah. man, I, I don't <sighs> like this twenty twenty year of no new Marvel content when we were supposed to get like this and falcon and the winter soldier and black widow and eternals shang chi might have been originally scheduled for this past summer i don't remember anymore i don't think it was for the summer but oh right that was going to be a february release i think I know if I go back, like we did, <laughs> there was a podcast we did. Maybe about February twenty twenty one. I, that I don't might know have been it. If it was coming so soon, yeah. But I'm sure that got pushed back too. I do have to say about the Mandalorian. Holy moly, season two is great. <laughs> I've been I I c- c- caught up t- today, and it is great. I was geeking out. I was like, ah, oh, this is so good. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I watched the second episode today. I wish of I had strong- season one or <laughs> of of season two, okay. like the one where they they're in like an ice cave. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I had stronger things to say about the Mandalorian because people are so excited about it, and I'm just like, oh yeah, ice cave. It's like Amy yeah. Sedaris. It's it's a show that I think if you are just a, ca- a casual Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. then I, I think you might end up thinking this is just a, a casual Star Wars show. It's it's fine. You might like it for the like slower pace, Western style gunfights and monster of the week stuff, you know. Um, but for someone who is like into the timeline and the lore and the cartoons and you know all that stuff it's it's hitting all the right bells and it's just like they mentioned this thing oh man they're gonna go find that thing this person is showing up clan Vizla, death watch what is going on and yeah you're just like i don't know what you're talking about yeah talk to me when c-3po is there my favorite (laughs) star wars character (laughs) but yeah yeah it's it's good but back to marvel though Mm -hmm. we did get some news today uh that chris pratt has officially joined thor love and thunder yeah he's gonna be appearing in that movie as well I have no idea what's going to be happening in this <laughs> movie because we know yeah. Jane Foster is coming back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, and I know I there is a kind of an idea of what they might do here and there, but yeah. I don't know. I, I have been told the Jane Foster storyline in the comics, but I don't know if that's something they're going to adapt because the storyline is that she, like she has cancer and then she gets like uh anointed as a thor and then uh, then every time she's in like thor mode like that knocks out whatever benefits her chemo got so she just has to keep starting over like it's Mm -hmm. that's too sad for the mcu i'm happy to see jane foster back i'm happy to hear that she had a strong story in the comics but i don't i don't know if i want that one on the screen uh it it i I will say that, uh, well, I mean, it's, that's not spoilers, really. She ends up becoming a Valkyrie. Okay. Is one of the things. So, like, she, she ends up, like, no longer being Thor per, per, per se, but she could per, probably still lift it if she wanted to. Um, but, I yeah, she love... ends up becoming another, like, another type of character where she's fine i would love to have a list of things in the marvel universe that you could or could not become because i know you (laughs) could just be a valkyrie like what else can you just be it was kind of special circumstances with her i think i i I don't remember off the top of my head (laughs) it was years from now it's like yeah wong is a celestial now i I didn't know there was a thing you could ascend to doing but yeah that's him up there he's just made out of star (laughs) stuff wave hi to wong oh hey wong (laughs) (laughs) like i know i think it like did a lot for me a decade ago when i was like somebody else can be a spider-man oh yeah well i guess so if there's another spider like 
like there's the things you know like okay when you're like a little kid you're like you've heard that there's multiple robins i think i knew like oh green lantern rings those can choose anybody there's lots of green lanterns out there but then the older i get the more i learn like no there's different versions of that people can just do that and i don't know if there are things that that are like (laughs) ironclad in comics where it's like nobody can start doing this like there's no new watchers nobody can become a watcher or can you kind of not really (laughs) like they they are a specific race of people okay right Right. so it's it's not like you can similar become that new race but yeah okay you can take on that that job you could just watch stuff yeah you can just watch stuff (laughs) (laughs) yeah what are you guys I'm at the Fantasy Watchers League at home. Uh, I just watched. Oh my, my god, that'd be a great idea. Marvel, hire us. Let's make that happen. They have a fantasy I'm, league, a fantasy superhero league. The Watchers all have a fa- That would be great. Like a fantasy football like- league. Holy I do love moly. I do love that, but I was thinking of like somebody who's just pulling like Harriet the Spy nonsense, just seeing everything that their neighbors do, and they're like, "If I yeah. keep at this, one day the Watchers are going to recruit me, and then I'm really going to be one of them." Until then, I just have to be an amateur that, watcher. That at would my be home. a f- funny story to do. That'd be good. But I I like the <laughs> fantasy league where they're just like wanna... taking bets on stuff. <laughs> I want to see the most mundane hero that like a kid in the Marvel universe has aspired to be. Like I know there's kids all over the I place. Be like, like I wish I pot Pete when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> like lots of kids want to be Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, like how many kids out there are like, boy, I'd love to be Hawkeye. I want to be Senior even- Magico. <laughs> Senor Magico. That'd be a great one. Is that the Louis Guzman one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Doctor Strange? No. I taught him everything he knows. He can't hold it. He can't do spells like me. <laughs> I want to see this in universe because it exists outside of the universe. Like the MCU character I most aspire to is just Aunt May. Like, just yeah. everything Marissa Tomei yeah, is doing, that's what I want to do. But I would, nobody in the universe does that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I Yeah, I I, I think they are going to do the Jane Foster Thor story mm. somehow. I, I at, at least in, in the way that she will become Thor, which implies Thor himself, Thor... Uh, 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 Odin's son yeah. will become unworthy, but we all like. I think last we saw him, he also went off with the Guardians. Yeah, like, yeah, which is interesting because I remember seeing people think like, "Oh, is Thor gonna be in Guardians three? And I don't remember seeing anybody say, "Were any of the Guardians gonna be in Thor four? I didn't see much speculation about it going the other way. Which and this, I really comes did first. Thor or Guardians? Which are we getting first? Thor 4, like, I think has a definite slot in the timeline. Guardians has never been officially given a slot. Especially with Uh, James 
well, gun. It had a slot to, to begin with, but plot. like, and I think from like when he was brought back, and they're like, yeah, there's going to be a Guardians three. But then when the Phase four lineup was announced, Guardians three wasn't in there. So like, okay. they're still going to make it. I just don't think they've right, yeah. placed it among everything else. I think it's like more amorphous, but it's still happening. So yeah, I'm Thor ass- four would be first. I'm assuming, yeah, Thor, f- Thor four. It's hard to say. Will take place. <laughs> first and yeah he'll become like unworthy or something and then he'll have to like beg star lord for for help the the guy who was like he's like he's like an angel right (laughs) and he's like now he's just a regular man he's donald blake right (laughs) (laughs) like and and he's like he has to like adventure out in space with them to like how do i become worthy again and star lord's like well <laughs> let me tell you i'll show you how you know uh, <laughs> I, I i think something like that could be fun yeah yeah, yeah i there it, it has been said that guardians 3 is going to focus a lot on rocket which i am excited for uh, but yeah. i do like that there's going to be like a little bit more star lord who has been the protagonist i imagine still be will be the protagonist but like if the third movie is going to be a little bit less of him that he gets to spend uh, some fun bonus time somewhere else i just like thinking that like thor becomes unworthy out in space millions and millions of miles from earth or anyone that is yeah human and so he's basically now human himself and so he goes to the only oh. human that he is that is anywhere <laughs> near him and it's just like teach me how to be human <laughs> and then he's like well Star-Lord. i am half celestial so <laughs> I, I outrank you now yeah i outrank you <laughs> i can see that yeah yeah something <laughs> like that would be good good fun mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that indeed um let's see what else in like pop c- c- culture news? Umbrella Academy season three officially got announced. I'm excited nice. for that one. I was uh, not aware I, it had not been officially announced, but I I, yeah. I dug season two a lot. I'm excited for a season three. Me too. My parents uh were watching it the past like month or two ish. Uh, I I don't understand. They're retired. They're in quarantine. They don't go anywhere. How does it take them? two months to finish that I, I don't know it's beyond me um mm-hmm. but yeah they parents go to sleep at like 8 30 yeah they do <laughs> uh but then they're up at like 8 30 in the morning if not before like <laughs> the I, wild early hour of 8 30 the, the ungodly hour of 8 30 <laughs> in the morning um but yeah they, they announced that this week i'm excited about that um because that that show is just it's so much fun. It's, it it's, is. It, it's such a good show. It's fun. Yeah. And it, it's uh, very, it, it's a really unpredictable show, which I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> like there's Indeed. the basic formula of all the siblings have to come together to prevent Armageddon, but you don't know what the Armageddon is or any of the details thereof or yeah. how the heck you get there. Yeah. Uh, And then in some sad news, we also found out that Alex Trebek passed away this yeah. week. Uh, I yeah, uh, you guys all know him from hosting Jeopardy. 
all that stuff. Um, I, I can't say that I really watched Jeopardy all that often, but I like it's one of those things to just like as like Americana as like yeah, pop c- yeah. culture. Like I, I, I mean, I think he's Canadian though, right? He is Canadian. Uh, <laughs> But As I would call Jeopardy the program Americana. Yes, Ca- Canadiana is is that a word? Ca- like a, a Maybe. North Americana. Let's let's I go, know. go Jeff with Lemire that. is going to have to tell us if Canadiana <laughs> is a word. <laughs> let's go with North Americana. <laughs> North Americana. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, yeah. It's one of those things of just like I I had a fondness for I I had a yes. nostalgia for and so it, it stinks of just like oh no it's easy to be like, fond of the man it's not gonna be the same yeah so uh, I am bad stuff uh, it is sad I, I did thoroughly enjoy watching the Jeopardy tournament of champions earlier yeah. this year and I was glad that that I happened that. when it did because that was in like January like if they would have postponed it like a couple more months it would have not happened so got in there right under the wire and i feel like the uh, the world as a whole like not just jeopardy the program but like because it is such north americana and it gets out there till well i don't know if they know it in every other part of the world if there's people in like kenya who know jeopardy but many people do i imagine (laughs) i feel Mm -hmm. like we've we have been celebrating him thoroughly for several years I oh, think sure. he got yeah. a, a, as good of a send-off as anybody could have hoped for. Does 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 he have a star on the Walk of Fame? I'm sure he does. He he does, but I I don't I, I, I don't know who all is on there. I I've never seen it. I don't. He's not on the St. Louis Walk of Fame because he's not from St. Louis. So that's the only one I know. I don't know who's on like the Hollywood one. <laughs> Perhaps he is. Uh, have a if it's so, a, what so it, to a fill star? time while you look this up these are people on the st louis walk of fame john goodman vincent price uh, J- J- harold ramus egon himself um josephine baker t.s Eliot. uh i think mary inglebright Cool Papa Bell. Uh, cool Papa Bell. Who is that? Uh, I think some old baseball player. I have to confess, I don't remember the identity. I just remember the name. Okay. This uh, is going to be one like, of the things I. Hmm? It looks like he does. Oh, good. I, 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 there's not, it's not one of those things that Google just like definitively pulls up the answer. But it, it's, oh, yeah, there's a picture of it. Cool. Oh, good. Yeah. He does. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. What what a feat. How nice. Indeed. Um, Melissa, though, I, I, I want to ask you a question because you wrote something okay. down on our doc here and it intrigued I me. I did. You have a yes. story. You have, you have a story about time travel? What is this? So in our, our group chat at work, our, <laughs> our supervisor is typing. Like she, She's the spreadsheet sorceress supreme. She knows all okay. the spreadsheet stuff. I'm like a little spreadsheet acolyte compared to her. And she was okay. talking about how uh, she'd put a date in wrong 
in one of her spreadsheets and it came up as like 1930. She just thought that was funny. She's like, oh, must one of you must be a time traveler because <laughs> the date came up as 1930. And then like two other people jumped in and said, oh, I bet it was Melissa. And she's like, yeah, it was Melissa. Like she's inputting data like related to stuff all of us do. So it had to belong to one of us. And like, so why am was I- that you or were you like, yeah, why yeah, am I yeah, being that's- thrown under the bus? No, that's what she said. Like, oh, yeah, I mistyped it in a data sheet. I was running about one of Melissa's journals. But I was really surprised that like three of my coworkers named me as the one among us most likely to be a time traveler. Because I didn't feel like that's the vibe I gave off. I don't know how to give off the vibe that I am a time traveler. Man, I've been aspiring to that my entire life. You're like, and they, I should have, if it wasn't in the middle of a work day when I had things to do, I would have pressed them for more details. Like, no, seriously, why do you think I'm the time traveler? You, like, do you, you think I'm from the past? Ask them th- this week and rep- report yeah. back. Like, what, what about me gives off the air of, I am here from another t- time from the future. You like, know? you're you're from the future and you're just like stuck here. Right. But I don't, or like you're from here and you want to go to the future. You're real future. I, I've got pictures of old malls on my desk and that's probably it. Like, I, <laughs> do you like remember you... me talking about this at the beginning of the year? How I wanted a vaporwave wall calendar and couldn't yes. find one. Yeah. So I just went through Pinterest and found like pictures of beautiful, like, 80s and 90s malls and just made my own calendar out of them because that's all I want to look at they probably they might remember that I've got like a vase of flowers on my desk I don't do I just feel like I'm an old lady in a young lady body I don't know maybe because it seems like you want to go the samurai jack route and get back to the past Right, there's the two the, the two types there. of time travel. You have the Marty McFly or the Samurai Jack, depending right. on where you want to go. To get back to the future <laughs> or 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 then there's me who's just like, take me anywhere. I want yeah. to time travel. <laughs> to the future for the first time. <laughs> I just, I'm just picturing to the future take my for future the first virginity. time. <laughs> for the first time ever (laughs) (laughs) I think anything's funnier if you put it the back to the future font (laughs) (sighs) that's good though that's but yeah I I've really been thinking about this for myself this week what does this mean for who I am the three separate people pegged me as the time traveler in the bunch more than like And like I, I don't know which one of them I would think would be the time traveler. I don't know. Because hmm. I don't I know, know what yeah. what attributes decides that you're a time traveler. Is it just like, like a look in your eyes that says that you know stuff? Maybe they're suspicious of you. Because like I, that's what I think of like when there's a time traveler amongst 
people and they're not trying to like signal they're often doing like sketchy things so maybe they're just suspicious of like that melissa he's she's uh she's up to no good i'm up to something like a blendin blandin (laughs) oh oh, oh, what (laughs) you remember that one episode of gravity falls where like you've seen the guy like lurking about in the background of the carnival episode and it turns out he's like an operative from the He's got to be in season one. I thought we talked about Blendin Blandin from like the time agency and like the time babies. I don't remember that. Do you, I okay, still do haven't remember... finished that show. It's on no, my I list. It... I, need, I need to go do that. I, so you do you remember the episode where there's a carnival and that's the one where Mabel tries to win Waddles the pig at the pig, carnival yes, game? Yes, I remember that one. But like Dipper's trying to like win a stuffed animal for Wendy and they figure out the secret of time travel (laughs) and he keeps doing it to try and get this toy for Wendy. But then one of the times he actually does it, it costs Mabel waddles and then Dipper goes into the future and he sees that she never gets over this. And he's like, "Okay, I have to go back and fix the time stream. Mabel needs her pet pig. I'm just not going to impress Wendy today and I have to live with it. Isn't there like there's like a bald guy in a silver jumpsuit in that episode who's like the time cop in his name because he's supposed to be like the most nondescript guy you would never notice and he blends into the background (laughs) and his name is blendon blandon (laughs) that's great blandon (laughs) i swear this is in that episode it's in season one somewhere that's good though that's good yeah he's suspicious or just very bland maybe that's what they think of you (laughs) I don't know. I'd so, like to be neither. Right. So uh, when I do Zoom me- me- yeah. meetings for my my job, uh, sometimes I don't put the c- camera on because I just I don't mm. want to be bothered with it. I'm just yeah. like, ah, you guys don't need to see my face. I'm alive. <laughs> right. Um, the voice is all and, you need. Yeah. And sometimes I do. Uh, I put the camera on. Sometimes it's just the built-in one. And for the first time this week, I tried uh, my good camera on my work laptop. I was like, I want to see if it works on this computer. And it did. Um, But every time I have my camera on, I always get someone commenting like oh kyle you look like you're in some like arcade or something you have such a a cool background and i was just like yeah thanks and that's it and then i've i've had one person kind of put it together that like do you stream or like do podcast or stuff and i'm like yeah that's why i have all all of this stuff he's like okay that makes sense like that's why you have all that stuff like i've been Mm. like wanting to get lights like that and i'm like yeah man it's fun you know it looks neat um and then apparently at my job over the past i don't know month maybe They've been working on putting together this video that they can live stream out to a bunch of people and stuff. And that 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 one guy who knows that I, you know, knows about all the stuff, he uh, was like, hey, do you have experience with OBS? I'm like, mm. yeah, that's what I 
use to do all of the live stream stuff. It's like, all right, cool. We, we might need your, your help with stuff. Hey. And they, they, they really didn't ask me for oh. anything, but it's still just like, it's this weird idea of, 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 of like, I like my degree is in graphic d- 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 design, yet they don't ask me for help on mm. d- 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 design stuff. Even though I'm always like, hey, put me in coach. It's me. It's me. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I'm the one that has like the the like neon lights and all the, like the nice k- k- camera and the live stream set, set up with a good mic and all that stuff. And none of them think to ask me for help on how to do all of that <sighs> stuff and i'm just like i'm here i like i know how to do this stuff I, you guys can ask me things and they're just like <laughs> oh yeah cool thanks i'm just like oh, huh. great. maybe if you yeah. were more the extrovert people would ask you for help i mean no. <laughs> yeah but like and then we had we had our our uh like all staff meeting this week. Yeah. Work was really boring this week. We had so many meetings. We had our all staff one where there's like 200 something people that need to be there. And there was this one girl who was trying to describe how to have better live streams. And all of her advice was great advice. Uh, it was always just, just like slightly off in the like terminology or stuff. Like it was not the like popular term. Like she's not like you guys want to be Twitch streamers and you all know this and what that means. And that like, so it's more of the like generic version of that stuff. But I just found it really funny. It was like, okay, non-streamers are trying to explain to uh, other non-streamers how to do a live stream and this is really funny <laughs> well well there is a live streamer just sitting quietly in the back of the room yeah yeah exactly and no one thought to ask me for help of like how do you make live streams better and <sighs> it's like oh, I, I know you guys aren't gonna ask me but that's okay 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 mm-hmm. oh well but yeah i also like don't want the at- attention and to have to yeah. speak at all of that stuff so i'm just like yep good thing they didn't ask me <laughs> <laughs> see, see i need the attention <laughs> yeah so interesting stuff it was good week an in- interesting week to say the least i guess i don't know yeah. I'm, still, I'm still just in a good mood this week. that's good like i said at the I start just... I, I don't know I don't know. I go I I go in waves. I, once all the guilt of I went to a store dissipates. Like I think How dare in like you go a, to Michaels. <laughs> like I think in like a week and a half when it's like okay, it doesn't look like I killed anyone because I went to Michaels, maybe then I'll feel better. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Melissa endangering people's lives. See, that's why I... they're suspicious of 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 you. <laughs> Right, they're just, you know they're just like she's she's up to something, right? She's going. They to don't know what I'm. They don't know what I'm cakes, doing, right? Sarah's the one talking about going to parties. <laughs> I don't ah, go so anywhere. Maybe Sarah's suspicious too. Interesting. <laughs> what if she's also a, t- a time traveler? I don't think she's a time traveler. I think she just drinks w- herself. I think she just drinks wine in her friend's backyard. That works. You'd be like, hey, I know about 
wine and decanting things. We just read that. Oh, yeah. Oh, have, no, have you, she's not, have you had the drops she's not that of God? Fancy. I bet she's you not haven't. that fancy. <laughs> no, I come from a boxed wine office. Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. I'll tell that- you one fun one fun story from work, though, is that a couple weeks ago, Marissa's cat got stuck in a tree, like way up in a tree. Classic like, stuck in a tree cat. Hundred feet up in a tree. Oh, man. And she's like updating us in the work chat like throughout the day. And she's like, did you know the fire department does not actually get cats out of trees? Like, that's not a thing they do. Well, now you know. She, she I, to... I didn't know that because I was about to right, ask, what did you guys do? Did you call the fire department? Yeah, that's what everybody thinks. But no, that's uh, a myth perpetrated by films, I suppose. So she had to that's call. That's something like, you uh... can't do in Marvel Comics. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot save to... cats with the fire department. It has to be Spider-Man. Right, right. Just the, the average New York fire department man, like Steve Buscemi, couldn't save a cat from a tree. Right. So Spider Man has to. Uh, but yeah, she had to call like a like special union, like things of of like the firemen's union cannot save cats from trees. <laughs> we don't. The Spider Man work only. If Spider-Man's not here, if he's out teaming up with Venom in, in San Francisco, I don't know who they're bet. Oh, Reed Richards. Reed Richards, the guy you call to get a cat out of a tree. If he's I on can't be Earth- bothered right now. <laughs> well, look, th- that side looks like it only needs one hand. Come on. <laughs> just, we'll open a window, stretch your hand out. Isn't, th- isn't that kind of what happened when we read those fantastic four comics like he just like like reached really 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 far out like to go get something yeah he's like oh no i need a part for the rocket let me just snake my hand down get to auto zone but for rockets (laughs) but yeah so anyway she had to call a specialized service counter (laughs) she had to call a special service that gets cat out of trees like that's all they do because if the fire department doesn't, a whole wow. business sprang up to handle this. And she, like a they took cat a smith. It's like yeah. a locksmith, but a catsmith. <laughs> a catsmith, yes. So she had to call the catsmith. And like they took a video of this and like put it on their Facebook page to like promote them. And she sent us the video the next day. And it's like, Speaking oh my god, that catsmith. That cat is like a hundred feet up in the air in the huge tree, and it's like a guy in this like complicated rappelling equipment, like climbing yeah. up and down the tree. And the caption says, "Like, don't worry, we got bits out of the tree. Our most difficult rescue yet." <laughs> yes, and I'm like, the "Is that most a difficult uh, cat rescue?" First off, bits great cat name second i'm like marissa this is how you have to introduce the cat every time like in the future when you have company over like oh yeah this is bits the most difficult rescue yet (laughs) (laughs) what what a great title i wonder if they hand out awards like most difficult rescue of the year yeah at the end of the year your cat cat. gets like a treat basket right yeah then bits the cat is like meow i'd like to thank god and my family, uh, meow, <laughs> meow. <laughs> Thanks for getting me out of the tree. <laughs> oh, bits. 
good stuff. <laughs> Speaking of animals, I think we can end oh, on yes. this yes. thing. Uh, apparently, we got two new animals this week. Brand new ones. New species. Wow. Wow. Uh, well, what are they called exactly? They're, uh, they're like so these um, uh, uh, tr greater tree. gliders. Yeah. That's the exact. They're not using like a capital letter name. Yeah, they're just called uh, the Greater Glider. And it seems like we've found uh, two slightly lesser gliders because it seems like they knew about the big one. And then they found ones that were smaller and they're like, wait a minute. These ones aren't just smaller. They're small enough consistently enough that this is a separate breed. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, I guess, pretty rare that we find like a new species of something, right? Like that yeah. makes sense. But then to find two new species. Yes. They come in three sizes. Kind of wild. Yeah. Uh, Tall. You got the grande. Venti. Yeah. There you go. Uh, excuse me, but these are out in Australia. And they just uh, like these furry little squirrel mammal things. Uh, they got big giant ears. Big old yeah. round eyes. But I um, it looks like they're, yeah, they're tiny. But they uh, they go flying around at night. Or they go soaring around at night up to 100 meters through the air to hunt for wow. its favorite eucalyptus leaves like spider-man except not good... with eucalyptus leaves uh right, the old yeah. lady gives him a churro there we go there's a good old picture <laughs> of that guy little cutie on there yeah they're nice yeah, don't want to say those yeah there he is there he is that's fun that was just a bit of in interesting news that i saw that i was like oh new animals new friends that's it's you know what i think it's good press for australia to find more non-scary creatures that it has right like, and that's especially the joke about australia is that like everything is there everything to kill you kill you yeah but i think also especially after all the fires that yeah burned up like half of that that you know uh, just to be like hey guys we actually found new animals <laughs> that's so good see i was <laughs> I, I was still thinking about the death of steve Irwin, his australia's greatest national tragedy Aww. i wasn't even thinking about those fires man yeah imagine what he would have said he would have been like crikey look at these ones i'm sure he can see them from up there i'm sure he's very proud i'm sure he knew it. he was like look you idiots they're right there <laughs> I can see I them. Think why can't you? <laughs> With my heaven eyes. <laughs> yeah. Someone, please. <laughs> Look at them. But no, I, I think we found them when we were meant to find them. I, I hope. That's good, yeah. Uh, this gives the world a sense of uh, renewal and, and hope and things. But I say that a lot, and I don't. I, it hasn't stuck yet. I said that for the 2016 Olympics, and I feel like people don't <laughs> remember that even happened, except for that they factually knew that yes, there must have been an Olympics in 2016. Nobody remembers it specifically. Nobody carries any goodwill from the 2016 Olympic Games except for me. I, yeah, I don't remember them. I I know they happened. 
Right? Everybody <laughs> knows it. the Olympics happened, but I feel like I think about the Olympics like uh, month by month. I, I I wouldn't even say month by month. It just like every now and again, it's like, oh, they're on. Right? No, it's I, just like... <laughs> I, they're, they're, they're what they switch off every two years for the summer and winter ones so it's yes. basically a schedule of four yes yes years yeah yes so i don't I, know I what's happening to the schedule now every i hope years. we can still have olympics next year well I, weren't they supposed to happen this year exactly because they, they it's this year and they didn't didn't so they're happen. Got, so that they got moved to next year and i hope that still happens uh, as long as I don't go to any more stores, hopefully the Olympics will be safe. I mean, if I I'm gonna if I don't step into Target for Save the, the next Olympics. month, hashtag right, yeah, hashtag Melissa stay home. Yeah, like I hope like uh, Michael Phelps like wakes up in the morning and like he feels something in the air and he knows that I didn't go to Target. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, good stuff good stuff let's wrap things up mm-hmm. let's wrap things up with that uh, a little bit of housekeeping for you guys we got multiple podcasts here at the whatnots you guys can find out more information on our website thewhatnots.com as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice just type in the whatnots and all of our shows will pop up right there uh, if you guys like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, if, uh, we also have a $3 tier where you guys can get all sorts of exclusive content. Uh, this month we put up a Patreon exclusive uh, episode of Crossplay where we yeah. talked about uh, vid- video game, like conspiracy theories, urban legends, spooky stories, stuff like that. It was good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you guys should definitely go check that out because that is also the first t- time that we have had the entire crew yeah. on camera all at once, which was pretty nifty, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, So go check that out. Uh, we want to thank all of our Patreon supporters, but a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. Uh, so thank you, Sam, uh, who has been Sam. in the chat with us uh, for most of the time. I don't know if you're still there, but she's been in the <laughs> chat with us uh, for Pray a bit for Sam. Uh, yeah, so thank you, Sam. Thank you so much. But yeah, Melissa... Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Wilkywit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, my only non-Whatnots podcast right now, uh, Saturday Morning Obscurities, which is me and my brother Jams watching weird old kids shows. Uh, this week we're releasing an episode about Hamtaro. Ah, oh, Hamtaro. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah. I remember Hamtaro back in the day. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. You guys want to stay up to date with our shows. We are at the Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, go like, share, subscribe. Uh, I am happy to announce that we have finally surpassed 100 subscribers on YouTube. Yes. So now 
you guys should go follow us on Twitch. We're hoping to reach 50 followers on Twitch. We are at 41. We are nine hmm. away. Um, go go follow us at twitch.tv slash the whatnots uh, each Friday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Or no, at 9 p.m. Yes. Eastern time. Nine flat. Uh, <laughs> 9.30 only if there has been a devastating problem. Right, yeah. At 9 p.m. Eastern time each Friday night, we live stream this here podcast. So you guys can come watch us. Do it live. You can be in the chat uh, with Sam. I'm sure Sam would like some company. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, come, come join us. Come follow us on Twitch. That would help us out a ton. Uh, but yeah, that being said, this has been episode 120 of the Captain's Log. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.